Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Won't Back Down with Will Levinson, Jake Lehman, and Sam Potosa. What's up, everybody? Today's Friday, uh, April 15th. Good Friday and... Very good Friday, indeed. Passover to all those who celebrate. Chag Sameah. Pesach. We've got a very special episode on tap after a lot of good stuff in last night's spring game. And two very special guests joining us today. Uh, to my right, Brandon Stewart, long-time everyone? friend of the Big show, fan. Gator super fan for as long as he can remember. And then um, I want to say our number one fan. Is that fair? That would be a huge honor. You I'm probably just happy are. to be here. Yeah. I'll take what I can get. Number one, won't back like. down, super fan Cody Kellner joining us today after um, he's in from Philly. Yep, had a uh, weekend in Jacksonville last weekend. Plans this weekend in Jacksonville. What perfect mm-hmm. time to stop in Gainesville, catch the spring game, catch some old friends. We saw what we wanted to see. Yeah, Great so week. Cody's our friend who uh, graduated from UF last year and now back in town joining us on the show. Um, yes, we've got a lot to dive into today. Why don't we start off with what we saw right from the start in the spring game, the first drive, um, the quarterback competition. Doesn't Oof. seem like much of a competition to me. Well, you're, you're still calling it a competition? No, I said it's not much of a competition. Good, good, good. It's not. That's it's what not it is. Whatsoever. It is Anthony. It has always been Anthony Richardson's job. It will be Anthony Richardson's job. He will win the Heisman. He will be the first overall pick in the NFL draft. This guy's sensational. And yes, it was a spring game, I understand. But the biggest knock on Anthony Richardson was that he couldn't hit the intermediary throws because one game against Georgia, he couldn't do that against the best defense of all time in his first start behind a taped-up offensive line. All right, but fine, Anthony, I'll start you. Fine, 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 Anthony. Fine, I'll, fine, I'll, 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 I'll give you. the people what they want. I'll throw you in the fire. It's okay. I'll let you get hurt. Lewis Sign trying to take off his head like Kyle Pitts. You know. But uh, what I was going to say is that if you are an Anthony Richardson hater, <clears throat> Josh Edelman, you should kick rocks today. I feel like that's the nicest way I could say that. Because... This guy did everything you've been knocking on him for. And yes, I understand it's not against real game. It's not a real game. But still, give the guy credit where it's due. If Emory Jones did that, you'd all be praising his lawyer laurels. Yep. Like, just give the guy credit where it's due. He's clearly been working this offseason. I mean, easy to forget that he cleaned up his meniscus in December. Yep, it, and it, was dunking on people at Southwest by April. Yeah, I was really scared he was going to do a backflip yesterday after a touchdown. I think, Billy, I think Billy's uh, drilled it into him a little bit. Probably a lot more effectively than Dan and company did to stop with the, you know, the, the one, TikTok dancing or the whatever it was. The one thing I'll say, though, and it's hard to kind of gouge that in these spring games, 
is was it Anthony just being good or was the defense struggling? I think it's a bit, a little bit of a mix of both there. Like people aren't realizing he threw 75% completion percentage yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like with like a little bit of a ragtag group of wide receivers, kind of his ceiling right now is just being held back by who he's going to be throwing to. He doesn't really have the best talent on the outside, especially in a spring game where he split it up. He's already being put in a little bit of a liability on that end. But for him to play as well as he did, like his first three drives, all touchdown scoring drives, like 65 yards plus. We were just moving the ball with grace. Yeah, yeah. It was the running it was, game. We'll get to the running game too. But and that it, was against the number one, like our number one defense in theory. Like we, he played lights out on what should be a solid defense this year with Patrick Tony at the home. Of course, you take it with a grain of salt, it being the spring game, but like a 15-yard throw on the money is a 15-yard throw on the money. And they were, and it reminded me a lot of, you know, what I've been pointing to all offseason with, you know, what I've been pointing toward Anthony being good this upcoming season was the LSU game. That's all the evidence I've really needed to say that I think Anthony's going to be great. I'm going to you know, sort of right off the George game as a bit of a wash for him. But he showed us so much in that LSU game, especially in the second half. Again, not necessarily making wow throws, making the intermediate throws, making just... Well, he made a few wow throws. He also did right, scramble out to his right, hit Copeland deep seam Same for thing touchdown. with the USF yeah, game, no. with that insane throw left boundary to Copeland. Right, those are yeah, wow he, plays, he, but I'm saying you know, against LSU, we scored four touchdowns in a row. Anthony just making, you know, the right play. quick decisions, quick throws, getting the ball out assertively. And that's exactly what we saw... Um, that's exactly what we saw yesterday. You know, the RPO game was very solid. I remember one of my favorite plays was him just watching, uh, drawing trade in, in, you know, watching his eyes with the RPO fake and then throwing a strike to shorter. Um, there was an intermediate throw across the middle to Whittemore that was just an absolute rocket. And the dart to Xander is midway through the game. Like, he, he looks like he's very composed this year. And that's something we couldn't really say last year behind the offensive line. He just seems a bit more comfortable in this offense, and I think that's going to really help him overall this year. And when you have an offense that's lacking playmakers, it it, it really helps to have your quarterback be a lightning in a bottle, like a, a playmaker who could light the stadium on fire at any yeah, time. Cam Newton, I mean, two point I, I hate to say this, but yeah. twenty ten. If you want me to read through Auburn's yeah. depth chart in twenty ten, I, I love do this. You, do you I love do this. you know yes. any of these guys? Michael Dyer. Yeah, vaguely. Yes, but okay, because every, he was on that that's team. It Everyone that's knows Philip Lutzenkirchen. That, that's fair. He made the famous cat. He made yep. the game winner against okay, Kevin. After yeah, he that, rest in peace. Cody Burns, Terrell Zachary, Quandarius Carr, Derek Winter, Antonio. You know any of these guys? Only because Cam Newton was throwing the ball on, on the but 2010 Auburn team. made the plays happen. Yes, and exactly. I think Anthony Richardson has that ability. Look, this isn't me imploring that Florida is going to go undefeated and win the national championship next year. I'm not ruling it out. But... This is me saying that we have a guy. The most important position in football is undoubtedly a quarterback. And when your quarterback is the best player on your offense, it's going to help. It's going to help something. It's going to win you football games. And we, Anthony has shown in time and time again, whether it's cleanup duty in the Cotton Bowl, whether it's cleaning mm-hmm. up against USF or FAU, coming back in the second half against LSU, winning against FSU, he has shown that he can score points. Yeah, He has shown that he can take this team to put themselves in a position to score points, whether it be three or whether it be seven. He takes this team to a position almost by himself sometimes, where he could score points. And where it was times with Kyle Trask where we just we had so many playmakers, we just had to get them the ball. Anthony's going to have to play yeah. a lot of hero Anthony's ball. not just running point, yeah. No, Anthony's going to – but thank God we have a guy. I don't want to say thank God on Passover. Thank gosh we have a guy like that. And I I think it'll be thank goodness. monumental. Yeah. However, I will say I think we're going to have a good running game this year. I Montrell – two words, Montrell Johnson. Imagine Damian Pierce if Damian Pierce was actually utilized. I think 
I think that one, <laughs> that one, it's going to be a three headed. My it's, big question it's gonna though is it's going to be three. You think three? I, I just who's the odd man out? Lorenzo. Lorenzo. It, it, he got four it, touches yesterday in a game where there were only three playing. Naquan is going to be a part of that backfield. Shooter. He will. I don't. I hate to rule out Lingard because everything you were hearing out of camp on the on the boards and stuff was that he looked great. See, okay, yeah, surprised about, me yesterday. Bowman he literally had seven, got seventeen carries for six. I know. Yards. I know. Lingard had four touches. Like Bowman wasn't spectacular play. either, but he was running behind the second-team offensive line, which was severely outclassed by the second-team defensive line, so I'll give him a bit of a pass That's there. encouraging, considering we've, we have been weak in the trenches. However, my other concern... Years, so. Not on the offensive lines, end, but the defensive line, we need some guys. Over. Well, I'd rather the second-team D-line be better, than because the O-line, yeah. you don't rotate much, yeah, right? If we got five is, good guys, they'll say... Wh- where were they playing Torrance at yesterday? They, they were playing guard. right guard. Right guard? You think that's where he's going to play? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, look, it's kind of the we. Me and Big Will talk about this sometimes with Robert Hunt on the Dolphins. Robert Hunt is a very good, a good right tackle, but could be an All Pro right guard. So they're playing him at right guard. And he played for Billy Napier. He did play for Billy Napier. Osiris Torrance could be an All American right guard or a good right tackle. Mm-hmm. If you have an opportunity to have an All American right guard, you play him at right guard. I mean, bearing a huge hole, but Garage should get it done at tackle. He's going to left tackle, and then uh, and we right. were starting Tarquin, actually. Yeah. Well, good for Tarquin. Yeah. He's been here for three or four years now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's older than Brian. I think he so. got here my first year, which is, jeez, time's uh. flying. But, yeah, spring Time's game. flying. Yeah. A couple guys yesterday who flashed who have been here since uh, Cody's first year way back when. Ventrell Miller, he's back. One of my favorites. What a unit. Yeah, and he's running point for the first team defense. Really, he looked good. Um, next to him was Dewan Black. I was going to say Love a lot that. of encouraging linebacker plays. Speed at the he, linebacker. It was position. good he's to see really Ventrell. Wingo. It was great to see Ventrell's going to be Ventrell, right? But you know, he's going to be that quarterback. If Bernie's the guy next to him, I'm not quite. You know, I'm not super encouraged by that. In his, an, another guy in his fifth or sixth year. Jay Bateman. But on the, that note of Bernie. Last night, had the game of his life. 11 tackles, a good pass breakup. Man was, like, feeling himself out in coverage. He's really stepping up in this defense. Like, I actually yeah, sat next. Maybe a lot, what, what a lot of these guys need to do. I actually, was, you know, if you guys want to laugh, I sat next to Amari Bernie at the 2017 Florida LSU game. I was, I was like, front LSU. row, right behind where the recruits were sitting. And uh-huh. like Amari Bernie was, like, right in front of us. <laughs> yeah. We lost. That was the game we lost because Eddie missed an extra point. Yeah. Eddie missed an extra point, and they yeah, were running all those jet sweeps. sweeps. God damn it! Yeah, Michael. you remember the jet sweeps? Oh. Michael had the game of his life, though. I mean, that Michael. Was that was just the team he played against pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, no, Dewan Black and uh, Wingo, you know, showed a lot of good stuff in coverage, going sideline to sideline. I think linebacker play. The thing about Wingo last year is. People forget Wingo was the Florida Defensive Player of the Year his senior year of high school. He was a top 100 mm-hmm. recruit, mm-hmm. one of the top rated linebackers in the nation. At the end of the day, Todd Grantham's scheme is very difficult to comprehend as a collegiate yeah. athlete. Yeah. And I don't know Derek Wingo, but it, it, he might have just had a hard time grasping the system. He might have just had a hard time adjusting to it. And it seems like Patrick Tony, Sean Spencer, Jay Bateman, they're kind of slowing the defense down for these guys. I think there might be some struggles in the road. I think the defense isn't going to be elite this year, per se, but I just want to see improvement. I want to see guys like Derek Wingo hitting their assignments, getting on the field more, understanding the system, and the system actually working in a few games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw... But the opening betting lines came out for week one of college football. Florida is minus one. Yeah, so I've been I've been clamoring Scott Strickland. I know there's probably nothing he can do about this, but for months now I've been saying if we can somehow get that Utah game to be at three thirty and not a night game, it'll probably be a night game. I bet you we get the seven o'clock ESPN spot with Todd Blackledge on the call. Joe Test, Todd Blackledge, exactly because I've looked at the schedule. Ohio State, Notre Dame is going to get the the prime time. 
That's fair. They probably put Georgia so. Oregon as the standalone three thirty game. I think yeah. it's gonna be a seven thirty. They're gonna want that in prime time as well. ABC. Yeah, I think they want it to stand alone because no, that game they're the reigning champs, so they might stand alone. Yeah, and that'll be like a Sean McDonough. We're game. probably gonna get locked into those seven o'clock. But if if, if somehow it's at three thirty, those Utah kids are not gonna know what hit them. They oh, got one guy who like will. a ton of That's, breaks. Well, yeah, they have one guy who's quite familiar with him. Montreal Diabate is going to turn him into, um, you know, the Infinity War thing. <laughs> As a night game, though, the energy would just be like unbelievable. I've been saying this, Cody. I it's know fair. You're yeah, Brandon, I don't know if you've heard me saying this. I think that Utah is far and away our best game next year. It, I'm missing the LSU. That'll game be next the year. one that I'm. Like, I, people to say LSU, to. but if you've been to a Florida LSU game, yes, the environment is ridiculous. It's a huge rivalry, but we play them every other year. When's the when's the last time or the next time we're getting a school like Utah? When have we a ever preseason? Had? It's it's not even yeah. the nature of like just playing a school at, which obviously it's sick. You're playing Utah, mm-hmm. but they're coming to us. They are a preseason top ten team. They're coming to us. It is our coach's first game. It is probably going to be a night game. It is Gainesville's own son, his first start at quarterback at the Swamp. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> the kids, yeah. like, yeah, kids, and the kids. I'm going to. Well, the reason I'm not going to LSU in the fall is because I'm going to be in Las Vegas, which me and Big Will will both be there. We'll probably be doing some segments. But so kids and I that I'm going with wanted to go Labor Day weekend. I was like, no, I am not missing that Absolutely game. Absolutely, F not. That no. is the foundation point for this season. Like what we're going to see in that game. Is I don't want to miss LSU either. It's just the weekend that worked out. It's a little upsetting. Kelly versus Napier is going to be. A fun, fun oh, rivalry fun. for five to ten years, I think. So I think we'll, there will be more. There will be more. We're where that beat came by from. two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. This season, yeah, I agree. I also, agree. that I'm telling you, Cor- it's the Corey Raymond game. It's, he's going to take it personal. I think Billy takes it personal too. Yeah. Also, looking ahead to away at Utah. Props to them. They have a crazy atmosphere out there. Also. Yes, that's kind right. of like yeah, that's gonna be, be really cool too. I mean, yeah. We've got some cool non-conference games. Yeah, we've got Texas, Colorado. Te- well, Texas is going to be a conference game soon. You know, shout out to you, Scott Strickland, because if there's any conference that you're going to choose to schedule all these home and homes with, none better than the Pac-12, right? We're going I mean, to Berkeley. We're going to, we're going to Tempe. We're I'll going to Boulder. A, I'll take a trip to San Francisco. I'll go to Berkeley. I mean, sure, you could have done this with the Big Ten, but uh, do we want to go to, to you know, Bloomington or Champaign, Illinois? Not, 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 no, not no. me, really. Not I'd me. love I Boulder. Want. I want to go to Boulder. Exactly. That'd be sick. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Roommate back in Boulder. A lot of fun yeah, there's like Pac 12 after darks at Utah. Uh, like that place goes crazy. I'm a yep. huge fan of Pac 12 after dark. I miss it sometimes. I miss the basketball after darks too because uh, we are in a, some great. I games. mean, the NBA playoffs are about to start, NHL playoffs in a month. But Bill Walton, I just yeah. miss college sports, man. I miss college basketball and football. Uh, yeah, well, we got a little taste last night. There's more spring games Saturday too. They're, yeah, if you're not Ohio doing State, anything, there's a ton to tune into. Alabama. If you like watching scrimmages with Nick Saban wearing shorts, Turn into Alabama scrimmage. Nick Saban wearing shorts, yeah. But um, there was a ton more we could talk about from the spring game. I mean, I think one, you know, major takeaway for me, um, other than the you know the obvious quarterback stuff, was our second team defense. A lot of the young talent that Mullen and Grantham brought in, you know, we can rag on the recruiting all you want, but they did recruit better on defense than they did offense, and I think that showed. I think we're going to rotate a lot, a lot. The starting lineup on defense this season, I don't think will actually matter that much outside of a few guys like Gervon, who's going to have to play every single snap. Oh, yeah, somehow he's not Gervon's going to knock him off the field. Him and Brennan Cox, they got to play every snap. I think Brennan Cox, yeah, Jason Marshall as well, probably. Ventrell too. But. Yeah, but I mean, like the D line, you know, you're never going to have guys who can really play every snap. Dez Watson obviously was a behemoth out there, and he looked pretty good. But it's big you know, Dez, I, I give him, you know. 
probably not able to play over 50% of snaps, but Jalen Lee, you know, in there at D-tackle, and um, Tyreek Sapp looked phenomenal. Tyreek Sapp. And people a, forget, he was he was a four-star top 100 recruit out of St. Thomas. He's good. He's he good he might have been the crown jewel of that last class. People forget. The thing is, when McIlwain left, he did leave us with some recruits that the thing about McIlwain is McIlwain couldn't get highly rated classes, but he would find some diamonds. He found the diamonds. He found the diamonds on offense. On, on offense, offense, he found Mullen yeah. wasn't really able to do that, but maybe he was. Maybe he left us with something. Maybe he left us with a gift for paying him $12 million. Defensively, yeah. Yeah. I think it's very easy to recruit defensive talent in the state of Florida. Well, yeah, because offensively he had a hubris. He was like, I get my dog to play. Receiver. Right. He's like, I, I would honestly rather get the three-star and yeah, you know, like to make like, me look good as a Where'd you get Nick Fitzgerald from? UT Chattanooga. You know that. I used to think that was cool. Oh, yeah. I, of course you did. Yeah. There's many things you thought about Dan that were cool. Now he's just dopey Dan. He's been getting ragged on a lot. I think he was cool. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it. Everyone says now, like he was so uncool. He just fully checked out. No, he. It was fun. It was the first fun. He he brought fun fun. back to Florida. It was fun. Well, the minute I don't like something flipped. He gave he gave me uh, sophomore, junior, senior year. Really good teams. He gave us that's fair. Yeah, he gave us three years of good competitive football teams, but we wanted we had the capability to take the next step. And he was one foot out the door. He he was just using Florida to get to the NFL. Also, though, he might have been exactly what we needed to get us from the, you know, abysmal, miserable, no offense, must champ and McIlwain eras, sort of a bridge into what we hope, you know. It got the fan base back into it. It got the fan base back into it because they were. Exactly, yeah. McIlwain era was bad. Even though we were winning, like we were going to. It just wasn't fun. We went to the SEC East Championship. SEC, we won the SEC East, my bad, two years in a row. I mean. But it just wasn't fun. No one enjoyed going to those games. The attendance was an all-time. Traylon Harris at quarterback. You just well, that was Muschamp. Greer and Greer. Luke, yeah. Luke Del Rio. Once that happened, you know he's a great, serviceable guy, but he's nothing. To, you know, mm-hmm. clamor over crazy times. Yeah. Malik Zaire. <laughs> Malik Zaire sleeves. Yeah. Malik Zaire. No, that was McIlwain last year. That was, that was, was a, what a absolute twilight zone of a year that was. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. I blocked out a lot of that, I think. That was a bad year. That <laughs> that and twenty thirteen were both just bad. Bad year. Twenty thirteen was worse. Whole team got injured tw- though. Twenty thirteen was when FSU won the national championship. Yeah. So you can imagine yeah. a middle school Sam walking down the hallways wearing his gator shirt, everyone doing the chomp in my face, everyone doing like the tomahawk chop in my face, like clamoring about Jameis Winston. And then I'd be like flexing my Jameis's Crab Shack shirt to them. I had one of those. But yeah, that, that those were bad times. All of a sudden, everyone was just an FSU fan. Now, where'd they all go? FSU hasn't been relevant in what, like six years at this point? They made the Orange Bowl in 2016. Norvell's got to be out by the end of the year. No way. Yeah, if they, if they lose like, more this year, he's got to be gone. But the thing is... Do they have the buyout money, though? Yeah, they may not... Just that's not, part of their issue. They may just not have the money. But they actually... I think it's yeah. a matter of time until Dion becomes the coach at it. FSU. Maybe you can sign Dion to like a you know one million dollar deal because yeah, Dion he doesn't need the money he doesn't need the money he can for free yeah but for pride they can afford him I that. I think it's a matter of time till he goes to FSU he, he especially with when they start getting out recruited which they already are by Florida and Miami they're gonna need to make the switch because Dion can out recruit both of us more and by the second college football is more and more of just a who can you recruit game at the at the head coaching position it really really is. And so maybe they think he's not ready. You know, maybe they want him to take a bridge job between the FCS and FSU. You know, if they want to be so high and mighty about, oh, you know, 
Is he ready? Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. You know, a couple other quick hitters from the spring game. The tight end room, very interesting. I think it's more impressive than people are really giving it credit Nick for. Nick Elskins is a guy that was getting a ton of buzz last year, but they wanted to maintain his red shirt. Stupid. Yeah. It, well, he's it, injured now, though. Injured he didn't now. play right this Right now, game. Keon Zipper looks like that guy. Yeah, people forget Zipper was highly an All-American. He was highly recruited yeah. All-American. Lakeland kid. We brought him in the year after we the brought trio. in Pitts and yeah. thought that it was going to be a seamless Two transition. From mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's going to be – I mean, obviously, there's no one's going to no, be no next Kyle be Pitts. Kyle. But I think he could Oh, Brock well Bowers. Brock Bowers is the next guy. Outside of Bowers, obviously. Bowers but I, I, I think we could see Zipper getting like 500 yards receiving this year pretty easily out of that tight end room. He's going to be the clear number one. Yeah, well, it was interesting because they had him on the Miller team. So we probably didn't get to see what he could do as much. The two that really stood out in the spring game, you know, maybe this is by virtue of them being on the blue team, but Xander's looked unbelievable. And if you remember way back when, I think he might even be your year, Cody, or mine, but yeah, he's, he's an older guy. They We recruited him out of Boca High as a tight end. No, that's Dante Lang. Uh, he, is he the same person? He changed yeah. his name? <laughs> same person. Really? Dante Lang Xander's. Oh, There's, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boca. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Boca. Yeah, yeah, you remember. The hands so. did look good. The hands did look good. He looked good and like made a very nice catch. Yeah, they love him. Down the middle, Pegler yeah. loves him. Pegler came out and said, he's "You know what? Shout out William Pegler. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Pegler. What is? Uh, I mean, we got no reason to he doubt took that man. Sanders, who you know was on the D line for Mullen's entire tenure. Yeah, it's crazy. He Looking made that at, transition back so easily. He spent two years on the D line. Yeah, to transition back to tight end. Noah Keeter making plays. Noah Keeter, a Buhol, a Buhol's product. Love who walked shout on? Out Phenomenal catch. Shout out Bobcats. Yes, maybe our favorite team in Gainesville. But I mean, with the way you know Napier's scheme is run, kind of somewhat similar to some of the stuff McLuhan did here. We're going to see a lot of two tight end sets and a lot of you know utilizing the tight end certainly. So if it also feels like a lot of rolling out for the quarterback to hit the tight ends. Like, I remember yeah, back in the yeah. day seeing Greer roll out and take Goolsby in the flats. You know, I feel like we're going to see a lot of that with Zipper and uh, Xanders this year. Even mm-hmm. Elksness when he comes back. And Richardson looked really good rolling out of the pocket. Oh, I mean, that's he one thing. Good that's one thing. With everything, but I noticed that. Like, very accurate. Very comfortable moving with the ball in his hands. And he was throwing field. the ball with some real zip. Like, lots of intent, really firing it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's the real deal, man. He's the real deal, and it's not just us saying it. You know, if you if go. If you were a Gator fan, how could you not root for this guy? How could you, like, call for Jack Miller to be the starter? I don't understand it. Yeah, I did come thinking, like, I wanted to bring some pessimism. Like, we haven't seen these guys play any games yet. Let's relax. But that was seriously impressive. It was. And people around, like, Cole Kubelik put out a good tweet about it this morning. Let me go find it. Mm -hmm. But basically it was along the lines of, like, I was extremely impressed by Anthony Richardson, yada, yada, yada. Let me find it. This is great podcasting right now. Great podcasting, yeah. I was actually scrolling Twitter just now, too, because – Always good okay. stuff to bring up on the pod. Finishing up the Gators football spring game, and I thought Anthony Richardson was fantastic. Fantastic. Like Florida basketball. Fantastic. <laughs> Specifically in the RPO game with accuracy and controlled velocity. There was a lot of velocity, yeah. and, and it, it felt pretty controlled. Oh, he, he velocityed the shit out of <laughs> He velocity. There were a couple of those slants where the receivers, like, you know, you yeah, they, tell it hurt, you know. Well, he, sting on the he's hands. been working at a performance center in Jacksonville. With uh, what's it, Thompson, right? The yeah. Thompson guy, yeah, yeah. That probably helps. I'm sure it does, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, answered a lot of our questions. I think the main, the uh, probably overall main takeaway for me is that yes, we're very encouraged, and I think, you know, we all recognize the defense will be at least solid. 
the offense just on the back of Richardson alone will be able to score points. But it's sort of a precarious position for us where if Richardson goes down, we might be screwed. Yeah, that, like, in the yeah, back of everyone's mind right now, yeah. I think we wanted to see more out of Miller to feel comfortable in a way where it's like, okay, yeah. Richardson, if he pops a hamstring and is out for a game or two, we'll be okay. Uh, I'm not have, sure I feel that way now. I still have nightmares on, of him grabbing his hammy. On that note of Miller, though, nightmares. I think a lot of what he was doing yesterday was trying to show he could make these, like, big plays in the instance where, like, he could still win that starting job. Like, yeah, like... He That's threw in a yep. triple coverage and threw an interception, which a was a great, pick. which was an incredible catch by uh, McMillan. Yep. But he has to do these things to kind of separate himself and make him like hit that next level. I think he was just trying to do a little bit of that. Too much, So he could yeah. kind of work into that starting job, which right now it's just Anthony's to lose, which isn't going to happen. Yeah, maybe it was the fact that it was a spring game and the play calling was kind of simpler. He's not fully immersed in the offense yet, but he looked to be locking on to his top I, I didn't. That was a, a really bad I didn't pick. like you the that. gritty from McMillan. You didn't like the gritty from McMillan? Really? That's that's LSU's thing. Uh, don't bring that here. You know what? That's fair. Also, the chain. Chomp. Napier already well, that's shit, that's that's gonna be gone. Napier already he nipped said, that in the bud. That's in the garbage already. Yeah. I wonder who I wonder who who on the staff made that. I doubt it was right. It was just in his quote. He said, like, nobody signed off on this. So that's yeah. not coming back. It was probably one of the players, honestly. I feel I think like it was player one of the players, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I didn't even see it again. Like, what was the circumstance at the beginning? Was it the It was a touchdown chain. It's a touchdown. I thought it was a turnover. I, think, I thought it was oh, both. We're not, oh, we're not, maybe, no, maybe we're it was not doing that stuff. Yeah. No. no. We tr- we used to have like the, We used to have the get the ball with the get the ball board. Yeah. With sign your name on the board. Yeah, with Jeff Collins, right? Good old days. Yeah, good old days. Oh yeah. The Minister of Mayhem. Jeff Collins, yeah. yeah. Another no. interesting note. Maybe we need a decoordinator in a couple of years. Another interesting I don't think we've brought up. A little bit of a kicking competition brewing. You know, I can't believe we didn't get to that. Was yet. Smack there yesterday? Smack? I, for no. reference, I wasn't in the best mind state during that game yesterday. So uh, I don't think he was kicking. Well, that's fair because we don't have another you know, tailgate. Redshirt no, 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 freshman walk on Do Adam Mahalik made some insane yeah. kicks. Almost set a spring game record with the length on one of his field What's goals. What's his name again? Adam Mahalik. I like that name. Walk on. He's yeah. a walk on redshirt freshman. He made one from 51 and 48. Really? This dude's yeah. got legs. 51? Nails. Nails, yeah. Like, yeah. straight dead and middle. Like, it did not even, like, a doink-doink. Like, no, no, it was I mean, good. Was he the, up? Who missed it? Did, did he Chris miss Howard's one or the other guy missed one? Oh, I, I'm not a Chris Howard He missed fan. it from, I believe, like, 31. But this man and was one of the nailing him went out of 50, bounds also. I, but that was also Mihalik, which is where the little bit of concern <laughs> comes in. But if we have this guy kicking field goals in the game where he's comfortable from, like, 50... I feel like that solves a little bit of a problem if the offense does stall out in some Also, games. kicking's like a mental game. I don't think you can read into it too much in the spring game. Like, turn the pressure on the, and then we'll see. of the kicks also does matter. Yeah. There are some kickers who just don't have that leg. This That's dude true. being a walk-on, having this much of a leg, like, it's a good sign for the team. When does Trace Mack get on campus? Is, or is he already here? I think he comes in the fall. Uh, uh, summer fall. I'm a big fan of Smack. Of course. It's going to be very fun. We're uh, smacking field goals. Trey, We're a place kicker you now. PKU. Yeah, we are, we honestly Evan are. Honestly, we are. It's always like one year where we're we're not. You know, it's, uh, that was last year. Next it's year it's never it's back. never more than one year where we're where we're lacking a kicker. It's true. We made it out of the trenches, boys. Remember 2015? No, last year we with uh, we were not good at kicker yeah. this year. This lot, yeah, but it was one yeah, year. This was the yeah. one year. We, we'll we be going one year. Smacker, Smacker. There's walk on. Yeah, one of them's gonna be Mahalik. one of them. Adam Mahalik. come who, on the show. Who was our kicker this past year again? Chris Howard and Jace Christman. Both of them were bombs. Neither one really established himself. I mean, we knew Chrisman wasn't going to be anything special. He was an 80% field goal kicker at Mississippi State. And Howard was a walk-on himself, I believe. Yep. Howard was a walk-on, yeah. Who's been around here forever, so he got the chance. 
Yeah. Missed the extra point against Bama, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was Howard. That was Howard. That was, that was Howard. That was Howard. Yeah. yeah. He also, I believe, missed. God one. damn it. Make your yeah. kicks. They missed make a couple it. field goals in the Georgia game as well. I think like God, two or three make, your, make your field goal. It's No, making your extra points is like the equivalent of making your free throws. You got to knock those down. Extra I'm, points. I'm saying it's easy. Field goal is one thing. Like, you got a 47 yarder with wind. The placement might not be well. Like, but especially in college. NFL, they backed up the extra point a little bit, but in college, you got to knock those down, man. Mm-hmm. And college kickers are college kickers. We've been saying that for the end of time, but yep. y- you got to make them. That is, if you are a college kicker, that is the one thing you should be able to do. You should never miss an extra point. Never. I agree. Never, yeah. I might train my kid to be a kicker and never let him. If Every time he misses the extra point, I'll give him, like, the Galu Tagavaloa treatment. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> Poor Tua. <laughs> <laughs> he feels so loved now, too. Just, Tua is happy. We'll do a little dolphin sock. We'll do I, I, he's so happy now. Tua is it's so like, happy. It's like he's he doing got interviews. Adopted. He's, yeah. It's like, like the kid who gets adopted by just got the, the nicest family ever. Aaron and he's Mike. Like, yeah, him and Mike, they love each other. Well, you see what he said at the fundraiser. He Because I guess Tua does this fundraiser annually. And he said, I've never had the support of my head coach, my offensive coordinator here before yeah. it feels good. And the quarterback like, coach, Darren yeah. Bevel, Daryl Bevel was there. Too. Right, like yeah. Flores couldn't have even been bothered to go to his starting quarterback. Well, I, I, bet you, I bet you he was at Fitzpatrick's fundraiser. Probably. Probably, yeah. If he had one. Yeah, who knows. No, but Tua said the teammates, him, the teammates always hang out at Tua's house, apparently. Tua's, really? Tua's got the trap. Tua's cool? Probably not. <laughs> he's a little quirky. It's a nice house, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably got like a multi-million dollar house <laughs> yeah. in Davie, Florida. Davey, like, yeah. What are you going to complain about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tua. No, no, Tua. I won't come use your backyard pool. <laughs> That's true. Davie's a great spot for just like guys being guys, you know? Yeah, I agree. Born and raised. Big yeah. house, big yard, yeah. Yeah. You know what to say about big houses and big yards. Big numbers from Tua this coming season. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another crazy note from this game, I don't think we really touched, recruits. There were rumored to be 300 recruits in attendance, and I saw somewhere that number was up to like 500. What? Well, you know what I I like, though? (laughs) (laughs) Top of the stadium. You know, my favorite part of that, though? Yes, Cormani McLean and a bunch of other great guys were in attendance. We we saw Cormani really up close. Who, by the way, Cormani McLean, I mean, we talk about him. He's number one corner prospect in years. He is so skinny. Yeah, I was like I was really lanky. surprised seeing him up close. Yeah, but you put him in the Mark Hawk strength and conditioning program. That's yeah, be a he's a freak athlete. But it's inter- it was just interesting to see him because it's like this kid you hear about on Twitter and you know watch his highlights, like generational athlete. And I could I could kill him in an arm wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> really not. yeah but you also run no. marathons and diligently work out. I think all of you could honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. He's sick. He's listed the on twenty four seven. The biggest workout for me every day is walking up and down the stairs to my apartment. For Monty McLean, six one one sixty five. That that's skinny, wow. you know. That's, that's skinny. Like so, if he were our height, that's like one thirty five, one forty. Like that. That's that's a small dude. That's just pure athletic. But that talent. exactly. That's honestly encouraging. Imagining what Mark he fills out, Mark Hockey will do with him. I think we're going to program. Personally, it feels like it. It really does. Florida is home. We got to get at least one of these top three. Well, I think there's a great chance we end up with two. I think. Give me Cormani and one of the other two, or just Cormani. Honestly, Ray I think we were in good standing with all three. I think we might yeah. just have our pick of the litter. Honestly, yeah. maybe yeah. one of Harris or Mitchell just feels like. I mean, you I know. feel like Harris might just want to. Or, or from, Mitchell might or from inside or Sam Hedman. We're, we're we're doing good with. Tony or we're Mitchell. in a good spot with Mitchell. Yeah, of course. I heard a resident had, insider. I heard he had a good time in Gainesville. Tony Mitchell. I heard the same. Yeah, I 
I'm not going to see where I saw him out, but I saw him out. He was having a good time. That's, that's one of great. my favorite stories from of all time. That, <laughs> yeah, I talked to him about that Tony yesterday. Mitchell. Got the got, got the lowdown. That's it's an it's awesome so story. funny. It's uh, <laughs> I could I was cracking up when we originally talked. It's, it's next just, visit. Do you think we could bring him in? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, no. I don't think wants us doing that. Be like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Once no recruits on the pod. Maybe. Yeah, yeah we don't want to be the reason they don't come here. That's this would be yeah. such a great place say, for them to announce. I'll say something obnoxious, or Big Will will make like some absurd take, and they'll just be like, no. "Who is this Big Will guy? Who, 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 he's pretty who weird. is that? He's going home for Passover right now, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be celebrating tonight. Sadering. I will be celebrating. Oh, I'll ben, be at a Seder. Ben Panich, who desperately wants to come on the podcast, by the way, he's asking me like every day. Sure, yeah. he wants to be the gambling. Aaron Davidson. Wants he to told me, to gambling him. analyst. He can come on and talk some gambling. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, we have nothing to gamble. Well, on. in the fall, college football's bad. Yeah, we'll bring him on in the fall. Is sure. he a college football gambler? Yeah, more okay. more yeah, college basketball, true. but he bets on college football. Yeah, but I, that, well, or just no, he's actually a real well. Player. Yeah, that's, a, that's no, a no, big, no, 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 no. Believe it or big. not, that's big. I will say a lot of things about Panic. He's actually a good gambler. He makes money. Now you know you were talking about the recruiting thing, three hundred to five hundred. There were a ton of actually top prospects. I saw Trayon Webb really up close. There's like that kid's a lock, four star, like a big time running back from Jacksonville. Samuel Mapemba, yeah, also in attendance. Number one athlete in the nation, I right? believe. That's how, I think he's number two now in twenty four. Apparently, we're in a good like, spot for him. One and two, but yeah, Katie and Bree were you know doing the work. talking it up with all of them. Oh, speaking, they're of unbelievable Katie, at the Speaking jobs. of Katie, uh, you got to meet her yesterday, didn't you? Katie Turner yeah. was unbelievable. Everything you hear about her just Accurate. being this. Incredibly, you know, energetic, magnetic personality. The hype is real. I, I agree. So it was like watching. Um, I don't have an analogy ready. I'm sorry. I went in for an analogy, but uh, it, it's <laughs> like you know, you know when you hear about something so hype, you get money. to see it in person, and it's like wow, like lives up to the hype. She did not stop smiling and talking for yeah. three hours with so, she's so like many the, different people. The opposite of the Mona Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, what I was gonna say is. I actually, I didn't meet her, like, up close and personal. But, yeah. like, in James Bates' class a few weeks ago, he took us out to the swamp and had us do, like, breathing exercises on the... F- <laughs> Bates is interesting. I'll guy. be taking that class. He, he's going to have to come on here at some point. He's got great stories. But well, I'm sure he had played uh, for spirit. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally... Got a ring. His class is, like, his three-hour talk show. Like, he literally... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. We love that, Bates. Yeah. Huh? Uh, hopefully, at some point, we'll talk to him. Me and Big Will will talk to him at some point. But mm-hmm. yeah, we were br- doing breathing. Ex- and then Katie Turner and a couple of the other people on the recruiting staff come out and just start breathing with us. And just, Katie Turner goes on for like 30 minutes, essentially, about like her whole past, like how she got started. And she was so nice. Like she was giving us, like, she was like, if you want to get involved, like, this is what you have to do. Like, telling us, like, how to get involved. Like, something good blurring. And I also want to congratulate Ross Wolpert on his big win on the blue team, by the way. As part of the video crew on the blue team, really? Yeah, he. If you go on Gators Football's Instagram, mm-hmm. Ross was listed on the blue team, which is hysterical. Good for him. Norman Tall, shout out Norman Tall, Norm. blue Norm. team equipment manager. Gabe Flaxman, blue team as well. Equipment manager of yeah. the people, Gabe Flaxman. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations to them. Big win. Everyone we know. Dominating win. Dominating win. Yeah, yeah. It was just good to be back in the swamp again. It, it, it was good. The energy was there. It's a great time. Felt the feeling good. of walking in. Just the, hits the Utah every time. game is gonna be pan. I bought. I bought my season tickets today. Mm-hmm. The Utah yep. game is yep. going to be pandemonium. Pandemonium. And again, I know night is better for the atmosphere, but 
Three thirty might be better for our chances. Of please, please bribe ABC or whatever it is to make that at the three thirty. Even if we, I mean, obviously not ideal, but if we get that four o'clock SEC network spot, you still uh, get it. Still get an afternoon game. You want him in the heat? Yeah, it won't not, be SEC not network. Gonna, it's Selfishly, not happen, I don't want to be in the heat. First tailgate of the season since we had such shitty times last year. I want it to be a three thirty tailgate. But if we're dropping like flies, imagine the Utah kids who have never felt humidity before. Very true. Spent They're your whole life in Utah. Imagine spending your whole life in Utah. I, I don't think I've ever been to Utah. Ah, no, I've been to Utah. I've been, then, to, I've been to Bryce Canyon. That's in Utah, right? I think. I'm sure the air was probably very crisp and not humid, right? Yeah, I could have yeah. used the breathing yeah. exercises from AIDS. Yeah. Even though my allergies, as if you're an avid listener to the podcast, my allergies have been an issue. But oh, yeah, top 10 won't back down subplot is Big Will and Sam's allergies. Yeah, I can't really breathe out of my nose these days. I, I, so I, we were doing the breathing exercises, and I, like, I just couldn't do them. So I was just laying, taking a nap on the field, essentially. <laughs> for like 30 minutes. It was nice. Yeah, but I, JT, in other news, JT Daniels is a Mountaineer. In other news, I, not to toot my own horn here. I called that one a bit ago because West Virginia has been a quarterback away for a little while. And they're always a team who's so much fun when they have a good quarterback. JT yeah. Daniels is Will still Greer. a good football player. People forget. Yeah, was, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's like, like Anthony Richardson being benched for Emory, but in a way, it is. It's like we've been convinced that this person's not a good quarterback because their coach decided to start the objectively worst player, so now all of a sudden we kind of forget how good they it's are. It's kind of crazy. That it, they, it, it's a little bit I've similar to the Emory situation. The over at but Georgia yeah. with a... Uh, and apparently Choosing Jake Fromm and Stetson Bennett over, like, Jacob Eason, Justin Fields. It's a little <laughs> interesting. Daniels are all the ones that yeah. they chose not to I play. I mean, seriously, though, Kirby's really, Kirby is really, you know, all I gotta say is, really you lucky. Imagine that Georgia team last year, if, like, JT is as good as people were saying he was on that team. Then they might they be all time. Been I saw George out. Pickens commented on JT's Instagram, and he was like, JT thanked Georgia, and, like, Pickens commented, he was like, don't thank Georgia, like, like, basically saying, like, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, though, Kirby is so, so, so lucky that Bama wasn't on in that game with their receivers and stuff going down. Because if they don't win the national championship last season. It's not going to happen. And it's maybe as a result of him handling the quarterbacks. I don't think he would have ever been able to live down the way he handled that whole thing. Oh, no, yeah, they, not at all. I mean, he's, they three five he's extremely stars lucky. Really played. And, yeah. I feel like we talk about this on the podcast a lot, considering we are Georgia haters, that... And proud. Stetson Bennett coming back. Awesome. I think it's awesome. It's a little awkward though. I think it is the most, perhaps the most interesting storyline in college football next year. Does Stetson start this year? Exactly. Of, like uh, Brock Vandergrift is yeah. waiting in the yeah. Carson, Carson Beck. Yeah. Carson Beck trains with Anthony in Jacksonville. Mm. Yeah. Man, uh, it's interesting. Whole, yeah, the whole thing is crazy that he wins a national championship it's, it's, and everyone's really like, you have eligibility, but maybe just retire. You do. He's like, like 25. Like, uh, just go out on go open a bar, you know, Stetson yeah. Bennett's the one grill. Thing I'll and say, just, it's hilarious. Never that's have to pay for a drink in Athens again. He could again. probably yeah. make more money in college right now than he could. In. With NIL, he true. probably is going to make a lot of money. It's very true. Yeah. I mean, you're, you'll never have to buy a drink unless he comes out and throws like four interceptions against the Gators, which is going to happen. But I don't Jordan know. Young. It's, it's kind of like this whole situation is kind of like a Tony Romo. Oh, I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. He's, he's coming back. I don't know. Oh, man. Also, another news in college. I just had something on my mind. I forgot what I was going to say. Saban made some interesting NIL comments. And yeah. whenever, you know, the whenever the king, you know, the czar, the pope of college football speaks. My president. You my, listen. 
My favorite person on the planet, Nick Saban. I would vote for him for any public office. I respect. Yeah. I don't think there is a single man. Sorry, Dad. Th- that I respect more on the planet <laughs> than Nick Saban. That's fair. Yeah, I'll I'll take that up with Mister Potosa next year when we get him on for segments. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban is a god. I am a I am a patented Nick Saban dick rider. When people were booing Saban at the Alabama game, yeah. I was pissed. I was furious. How dare you disrespect the man who built our not built sir? Our, how dare you use your sirs with sir. him? You like, it's sir. Re- yeah. yeah. Sir oh. Saban, Lord He's, Saban. But also speaking of Alabama, other news: Jai Hall had. A weird situation. Yeah. This past come week. to. Oh God! I don't care if he's a locker room cancer, whatever. We need some. Please come to Florida, inside. Jai Hall. I beg. I'm begging you. Apparently, yeah, we need. I guess speed. he tweeted, "I'm not leaving," and then left like ten minutes uh, later. He, he is exactly what we need. Allegedly, he is visiting Texas this weekend. <sighs> God, With Quinn. Texas is gonna be fun next year. Oh, Texas is gonna be fun. Xavier Worthy is, is so good. Start? Back to the Dolphins a little bit. Xavier Worthy so having good. two first round picks next year and the way we built this offseason gives Very you affordability promising. to get a guy Very like Bijan Robinson in the first round. Bijan Robinson or again or if, we if if Tua hypothetically need a quarterback, is a guy named Anthony. It worth two isn't the guy straight up. The, yeah, there's this guy named Anthony Richardson who's gonna go first overall. Exactly. And I'm not so I'm more sold on Bryce than I am Stroud. I'm not sold Me on too. Stroud. I think Stroud's gonna be very good, but I don't think. He's ever going to go over that top five quarterback mark in the NFL. I, I need to look at more of the eligible quarterbacks coming out this year. People forget that the Utah game that Utah had like Tyler none Van of their Dyke. starting cornerbacks. Tyler Van Dyke. I mean, I don't know. Miami yeah. fans seem to think Tyler Van Dyke's the truth. He's a good passer, but I, like the mobility is really. My friend bad. Dylan, like if you're drafting a quarterback so high nowadays, it's always going to be someone. We've who also can seen move, like plenty know? of guys kind of have sort of seasons like he's had and then falling off. Can't totally live up to that. Yeah, I was he, impressed. Like, though. He hasn't done it for. No, he's impressive. If, I, he, if he comes out he and can be like good. a Derek Carr, I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh, I like Derek Carr in his. But speaking his... of the college football world, kind of a shift in tone here. I feel like we'd be remiss to not mention the passing of Dwayne Haskins. And I read a great article from Albert Breer this morning talking about mm. Justin Fields. He was actually interviewing Justin Fields, and Justin Fields was saying that Dwayne Haskins changed the course of offense at Ohio State. That there would yeah. be no Justin Fields, there would be no C.J. Stroud. He turned Ohio State into an offensive juggernaut. He was the first one to come out. He broke Drew Brees' fifteen-year-old tw- passing record. He was a Heisman finalist. He took them to the Rose Bowl. Did they win the Rose Bowl? No, they lost. In they did. They beat Washington. Yeah, yeah. they beat Washington yeah. in the Rose Bowl. I mean, my brain. This guy is. is I don't know look, how, and it, it makes me so sad that it had to be mentioned in his passing, which is so tragic. That he was a bust in the NFL. Mm, he was yeah. only twenty four. Schefter years old. did apologize for that. He I was mean, only twenty four years yeah. old. Did he apologize or just delete the tweet? And he, deleted, try again. He, he made a video apologizing. Okay. I, I watched it. it. Dwayne Haskins is a college football legend. One, had one of the greatest seasons of all time. Yeah, like yeah. love or hate Ohio State. State. Love or hate Ohio State. He really changed the course of the way they play there. He did, and and he's just I I, I loved watching him play. I remember I was kind of boggled why did he dropped the fifteen. I mean, I guess we kind of saw why he dropped the fifteen, but. He just his brightest days were ahead of him. Everything people are saying seemed like he was an amazing person, great teammate. He was a husband, a father, mm-hmm. a, a brother. I just it, it breaks my heart that it that does. Yeah. yeah, and upbeat up. by all means. You know, even with you know his career not necessarily panning out. But um, my earliest, you know, Dwayne Haskins. Whenever I think of him coming in uh, when J T. Barrett got hurt against Michigan, J T. Yep. Barrett senior year, this Dwayne Haskins guy comes in. And, oh, boy, he lights it up, and Jim Harbaugh is going crazy furious on the sideline. And he ends up winning that game for them against Michigan, their biggest rival. So, so my always go down in Ohio State lore for that. And then the following year, lighting it up with 62-something points. Yeah. So my earliest Dwayne Haskins memory actually goes back to, like, 
2014, 2015, when he was getting recruited out of the DMV. He was a young quarterback mm-hmm. deciding between Ohio State, Florida, and Maryland. And Florida was actually in a good position to get him for a while. I mean, we were bringing yeah. him on campus. Really? I actually Yeah, yeah Muschamp wow. was recruiting him. Muschamp wanted actually. him. Uh. Very close. Like, if it wasn't Ohio State, it was us. Wow. But he ended up going to Ohio State. It was the best thing for his career. College football legend. Personally, I mean, I know CJ wears the number seven. I think they should retire the number seven. I, I mean, this is a guy who broke a long-standing – Broke a long-standing Big Ten record for a Hall of Fame, by a Hall of Fame quarterback. He is a program legend. He changed the course of that program forever. Mm-hmm. I, I just I hope history gets gives him his due. I hope this upcoming college football season, people remember Dwayne Haskins. People celebrate Dwayne Haskins and don't remember his short-lived NFL career. I mean, obviously remember it and learn from it, but mm-hmm. celebrate what he brought to Ohio State and appreciate what he did for them. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields says, if Dwayne Haskins doesn't light it up at Ohio State or host me on my recruiting visit. I wasn't going to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Another thing with Haskins, he um, was a long, was an Ohio State fan growing up. Yep. Who, when he was about ten years old, there's a the video of him brother. wearing the jersey, you know, on a visit in the locker room and saying, you know, this is going to be me one day. And he went out and did it. Yeah, too soon. Sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was our sad segment of the day. Yeah. Well, back to we were going to talk about Saban a little bit, and again, when Saban says something, Everybody you listen because. What, you know, a mark of a great leader in, you know, any field is someone who's proactive and always ahead of the curve, right? You know, seeing what changes are ahead and, you know, being able to prepare for them. Saban's done that in his whole tenure at Bama, you know, being, you know, kind of ahead of the curve for the way offenses change, ahead of the curve for the transfer portal. The newest development is NIL, and he came out and said, I don't think what we're doing right now is a, is a sustainable model because it's, it creates a situation where you can basically buy players and I agree. I kind of agree. I think we're seeing that a lot where yep. maybe this legislation for NIL passed without any, like, you know, regulations or safeguards, really. And what you were saying before about Tennessee. Yeah, you like, it's not like some five-star quarterback comes in and is a lock to be great, which is why it seems a little nuts to me. So maybe, like, the market will kind of fall into equilibrium a little bit and there will be some, some regulations and it calms down. But, yeah, Saban, I think Dabo said the same thing, like, well, Dabo, Dabo's racist. I mean, yes, we'll, we'll be honest. It's very on brand for Dabo to not. <laughs> of course, like Dabo NIL. doesn't like an I don't really not care what he has to think about. But, it, but yeah, yeah, the coaches acknowledge it. It does seem <laughs> kind of nuts that that's how it's how it is. It ruins the integrity a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at you know, I've always been in support of college athletes. You know, getting their fair, their fair, you know, share. You know, being able to profit off what they do. Obviously, you know, if you support capitalism, then. Obviously, you know, you should want yeah. people who are sacrificing their bodies for a school to, you know, make money off of it. But what Saban said about being able to buy players, it, it seems to be so true that these quote-unquote NIL deals are really just a back avenue for boosters to pay the players directly. Right? You, you, know? you really see it happening in cases with players transferring. Like, Quinn Ewers spent that one year in Ohio State. God, I think it was like $3 million to not even play, just kind of sit on the bench for a year. Now he's in Texas. Yeah, It's getting more money from the like, NIL deals there. Like they're gonna, you're going to see more players like Quinn Ewers who are going to forego their senior year in high school, reclassify. They're going to get money that first year, and they're going to transfer someone else. Basically, not he, really he just went that. to Ohio State to sit the bench and make a million dollars. Yeah, it was yeah. unreal. Like, yeah, Nico, good for you, Quinn Ewers. I, mean, I would I, take I would that job anyway. You know, yeah, screw Nico prom. I want to go make a million dollars. Nico gets like $2 million, like I think right off the bat. he, I'm assuming he just gets that and can bail we'll if see. he wants. I mean, you know, regardless of what you think about it, though. 
let's find a quarterback in in the 2023 cycle and pay him $10 million with Arch Manning. Hugh Hugh Hathcock. Thank you, Hugh. Shout out to Hugh. all 12.6 to Arch. We saw, actually, I think he just paid Dan Mullen's buyout. And a little bit of Mike White. It's like exactly the amount that Dan Mullen is owed. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's just Hugh paying for Dan Mullen's vacations for the next That other sixth. (laughs) <laughs> Another 600k is going towards what, like concessions? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. If you're a listener to this show, you know my feelings on NIL. I'm a strong proponent of it. I think it's the best thing for the sport. However, I do agree. Right now, it is like the wild, wild west. Completely. Yeah. When they opened up NIL legislation with no safeguards, they kind of did unleash Pandora's box. My question is, how are you going to regulate it? And that's something I do not have an answer to. And no, I, think I don't think anyone. We does. never. I, well, I'm, we're going to talk to Ethan at some point, and that's, yeah. a, that's a great question we can ask Ethan about, mm-hmm. but. I don't know how they could regulate it. I mean, do you impose a cap? Do you impose sanctions? I mean, but even what are sanctions at this? What constitutes something being illegal? I mean, it's uh, put regulations on collectives or trusts. I mean, it's, it's fascinating and I'm excited to learn more about it. It's, it's a new industry. It is a brand new industry that has gotten a rapid rise. And it's funny to see the consequences of it because like you said, if Nico, if Nico busts, which is a very real possibility, not all five-star quarterbacks have, fulfill their potential. You are eight million the collective is eight million dollars down the can. Are they gonna just raise eight million more dollars? I don't know. I mean do you keep giving eight million dollars till you find someone that hits? Like that's gonna cost a lot of money for a program over pay time. Eight million also, dollars you, like, to get Peyton Manning up, to come back for one season. I mean, yeah like obviously <laughs> there's that potential like this man could be the next best if thing. he lights it up like shit's hitting like, the fan everyone's just buying everybody at all. Yeah, and that unleashes even more chaos. Like it's just there is no right answer at this yeah. time of how to really do it. Well with Saban though, you know regardless of whether he's a full supporter or not, you know that every change that comes to college football, he we'll is gonna, he will take advantage and he will use it to beat the shit out of your team. So yeah. I expect Alabama to be at the forefront of NIL sooner rather than later. Yeah. He's got to be pissed at what Jimbo just did. Oh, my pissed. God. Pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. He's, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that's why he's dominating the portal this year. He's dominating the portal. Saban is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jameer, I mean, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs is going to be the best running back. Jameer Gibbs, Eli Ricks. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Burden. Apparently, Jermaine Burden was phenomenal. He was always a good receiver. He never really had that quarterback throwing. He had Stetson Bennett throw it to him, not Bryce Young. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. And we'll continue to see what happens all offseason long here. I won't back down. Our season, season one is winding down, though. We'll probably have our finale either next week or the week after. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I think you guys need to get on Microsoft Teams and virtually we'll, we'll do it through the summer. Out. I don't, I don't think know. We can Big take Will's busy. Break, Trying to figure it out. Big Will's yeah. going to yeah. be. We, we want him. will probably do something. We can do some content, yeah. We'll figure something out. We'll, won't get, be we'll get some friends gone. on. Yeah, you can't leave us hanging all summer. Yeah, we'll probably come back. I think we're. I think it's fair to say we're going to take a break in May. Well, because me and Lehman are studying for the LSAT in May. But probably June, I could see we come back. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Play by year. Yeah. Uh, definitely by SEC Media Days. We'll be back by then. Oh, yeah. Talking season. We'll be at SEC Media Days. That you would be make, sick. You to make your could we actually get credentialed for that? I don't know. Do you think we could if we tried? I mean, like, I don't I know. Like Gator Dave gets credentialed. No, his podcast has a lot more listeners than we do. I feel like it's very possible. Big Will is very good friends with Rick Hurtado. That's Not like thing. good friends. That's he has yeah. a good professional relationship with Rick Hurtado, who is the um, SID for football. Right. Maybe Rick could pull some strings for us. I don't know. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, that would be cool. I would do that. Lima, could you imagine? PFC commenter questions for all the head coaches. Yeah, yeah. Lima, could you imagine if we just like booked it up to Hoover? Is it still in Hoover or where is it now? I would, I would drive. Yeah. Oh my god, I would do that. That'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. Well. Could you imagine? I want to go to the famous like subway that they all. I want to recreate the la- the Spurrier picture. Oh, I don't know the picture. Oh, uh, you, you know that picture. Come you on. know a picture I do know is is. <laughs> 
It's random. <laughs> the Lane Kiffin prom picture was one of the that funniest was things funny. I've that ever was seen. Funny. He yeah, was he like hinting that Arch Manning can come and like hook up with all these Oxford High School girls? Like, what was going on? I mean, that's a good spin zone. That's not a bad thing. about that possibility. That's a good one. I wouldn't put it past Lane, but yeah. But yeah, he's like, all right, all right, all right. Lane is smooth like that. I admittedly wanted him to be our next coach. I wanted him to. I will admit Billy was third on my list. I think if it had been him instead of Billy, we I think we would have ran him out of town. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, Billy seems more sustainable. Something about Billy's. About we him. just needed someone with a calm demeanor yeah. who will yeah. keep this fan well base organized. grounded, calm. That's why my number one was. I'm, you guys both have listened to the pod. My Aranda. number one was Aranda. But I don't think Aranda's leaving Baylor anytime soon. Also, recruiting-wise, no I'm not sure. That conference yeah, I'm not sure recruiting-wise if he could have done what Billy's doing. I don't know. He I didn't mean, have a Katie I Turner. don't think there are many who could do what Billy's doing. Not, Billy is an individual. I'm sorry if I ever just doubted you, but we'll see what yeah. happens. We'll see. I mean, again, Billy's a boring guy off the field, admittedly. And in a town like Gainesville where there's not, you know, it, it's not a bad place. It's not the most exciting for someone yeah, who's that's not, not a college student. What, what are you going to do? Like, go to so it's like Billy's Lane would have got bored in Gainesville. Yeah, I thought he could have been Miami's next coach. I thought and yeah, I still was, think they should have hired him over Chris like Ball. Fishing. He's yeah. going to Miami. <laughs> I think he would have won he national Southport. titles there. He loved yeah. living in Boca. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, did love Boca. <laughs> Who doesn't? He gets all this hype for being a great recruiter, though. I don't think they brought in like a particularly strong class. He's kind of a lazy recruiter. He's the portal king. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got they, yeah, they, yeah, they thrive. They oh, they're the gonna portal. be fun next year. Man. They killed it. They the are portal. gonna be fun. Crowd came back. That Jackson, been Jackson, Jackson Dart, Dart is Dart sick. Is good though. And they have Zach Evans, who's pro- could be the best running back in college football. Yeah, people you know, forget saw, that they did like a as yeah, Saturday down south high end five star coming out of high school. Yeah, we we were we almost, after we were in that running. He had that like crazy recruiting some shit like that. Crazy recruiting. He like signs somewhere. Who knows? Bryce Young, Jackson Dart, AR by season's end will be the top three quarterbacks in the SEC. Yeah, I like that. Who, I, saw, yeah, I was shocked to see that Will Levis was higher than the Eisenhower. Uh, I like it. Hooker. Hooker's top I five. I like Hooker, and they're an air raid, so he's going to air the shit out of the ball next year. That yeah. was an underrated win for us last South year. South Carolina's going to tote the ball next year. They, they have a good running back room. Oh, uh, yeah. Rattler. Rattler at QB now. Yeah. I like Rattler. They have a good tight end. A couple good tight ends, yeah. They won't Tennessee and South Carolina could pose a little bit more of a problem to us. Yeah, my dad. Mr. Potosa is unhappy that I won't be here for the LSU game, so yeah. I'm trying to convince him to come no. to South Carolina. Who do we think is going to start for LSU at quarterback next year? Like Jayden Max Davis. is out. Is Jayden it got to be Jaden? I don't know. It might be Brennan's Brandon. been there is forever. It, is Miles Brennan still there? Yeah, yeah. he's back. And but then, the thing is, every time Miles Brennan Max has played Johnson for LSU, he's been good. Yeah. But, but I feel like they brought Jaden in for a reason. I'm you know? so not sold on Daniels. Like, yeah, no, like a good his teammates were celebrating that, him leaving. Yeah, I don't think I, he's there's, the guy. A, there's a problem there. There's something. Yeah. I don't think he's the guy. Nothing even, like, about LSU excites me. Yeah. Even on the field, like after his freshman year, he really struggled in the Pac-12. Also, I, and I've been saying, I don't it, think I've been it saying it time and time again on this podcast. Brian Kelly's biggest knock at Notre Dame was that he couldn't win that one big game a year on their schedule. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have four big games. Four big games here. Maybe more. I mean, maybe he hits one of them. Alabama, AM, Florida, Auburn. I think he might get yeah. Urban Meyer. Where Arkansas Urban Meyer is on, on that way up. Urban now. Meyer, chest pains after you know. Brian that Kelly's the kind of guy who I think really the stress of the SEC, I don't know if he's ready for. I really yeah, don't. He, he was enjoying the life as he's a, a high strong guy. Play. We're yeah. gonna beat the brakes off of him. We're gonna beat the brakes off of him. And I yeah, love AR. making fun of these recruiting videos oh that God, of him like grinding on the players practically. It worked for Perk. Yeah, that was that lo- that was like a 
That loss hurt. I, that did hurt. That would have really hurt. sold me on Napier if he was able to I get mean, that yeah. done. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think but it was Napier's such a, fault. Such a no, tight, I know. I'm you sorry. know, like it's hard to really like bash that was him for anything. Wasn't but this is, if he had brought in Perk, I would have been. This like, might wow, be the most this, this guy's the real deal. ill-advised idea I've had on the podcast. But mm. I think it's finally time we bring Zach Cohen on next week. Yeah, ZC yeah. draft. I think it's finally the time. On that note of draft, though, where do you think these Gator prospects end up going? I think next week we'll talk about it. Yeah, that'll probably be a next week conversation. If you want to come. Yeah, you're always welcome back. I'm we can't do too much today. You know? no. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking we got to wrap this gotta up. Have people yeah. listen to it. But, uh, yeah, parting parting thoughts. AR, for the love of God, please don't get hurt this season because we're talking about all these SEC schools with their good quarterbacks. The SEC is 11 or 12 schools deep with good quarterback situations this season. So a lot of teams that normally aren't too tough, a South Carolina, like a Kentucky and Arkansas, have Good quarterback play, and so any of those, you know, will not be an easy win. And our roster's not quite up to standard of what it normally is. So if AR goes down, I think I think things are going to get a little icky. My parting shots: I'm pretty hungry. I'm yeah, get some pollo. Chocolate. I'll go to pollo with you. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Right, Let's I'm going to merc. I'm going to merc that right now. Rights Poya. Yeah. yeah, it's my favorite restaurant in Gainesville. What an honor, guys! Thanks so much for having yeah, thank me. You. Yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you, guys. It was great. Yeah. I'm such an avid listener. Maybe I'll listen to this episode again when I'm driving out of town yeah. later. Yeah. And beef stew, you know you're always welcome back, dude. Anytime, just let me know. You coming Mr. back Stewart, for a victory yeah. lap next year? Oh, I'm gonna be here. Oh, oh yeah. The team's just built. The team's the just growing, and we hope you guys keep growing, keep Using liking us, COVID subscribing, whatever the whatever you think you can do to help grow our brand. We're gonna season one is almost over, but we're coming back with a vengeance for season two. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get guys like James Bates on, maybe even Katie Turner. We'll get we'll finally get Ethan on at some point. Mm-hmm. He's just a busy man. I don't know. And then, but yeah, I mean. It's been a blast. I, we've got a so couple, much fun. We've got a yeah. couple more episodes in us in season one, but it's been a heck of a year. Football season was a little underwhelming, but storylines created from it are unending. So Time flies. Football season will be here soon. Oh my god, we're oh, halfway. But hey, I we're, realized we're, yesterday we're, we're more than half. We're half. We're more than halfway between the last time we left the stadium against FSU to the next time we're there against Utah. Wow. Let's go, baby. Wow. Let's go. Go Gators. Fuck the Utes. Go Gators. Go Dolphins. Happy Passover. Screw you, Big Will. I'll see you guys next week. Fuck some ass. Thank you for listening to the Won't Back Down podcast with Will Levinson, Sam Patosa, and Jake Lehman, a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network.